Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Snedeker during during their 4.30 news drive, driving in, I like to listen to it, and uh, they're like, hey, Joe, how do you feel? He's like, this is great. Oh, what a chance. He's acting like he's laying on a beach. I think he once said he gets bored laying on the beach, but this weather, he's like, oh, it's wonderful. We should yeah, He loves it. Yeah, he loves a, it. By the way, this weekend, Clark Summit does their Festival of Ice. Warmed up just in uh, time. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, like, is that a good thing? I don't yeah. think so. But it's not, I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, 60 some degrees all weekend. It looks like Saturday, I've, high 47, Sunday, yeah. high 41. I've gone to that event. Uh, I, went, I actually went, I think, one time, maybe the first or second year, and it was like three degrees, and it was brutal. I tell you this. <laughs> no, you know, I, I, went, I went a second time. It was a little warmer, and you could see like the sun was kind of making the ice glisten. Tell you, a little bit of uh, melting adds to it because you're like, whoa, this isn't going to last forever. So when you see the ice kind of like shiny and dripping, I like that. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's not going to yeah, just turn into water right away. No, so, it's going to be nice, though. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice event always. It just really packs up the summit. So if you travel through there, it can make the, the traffic. Obviously, you've got a lot of people looking for parking, and then you have a lot of pedestrians. But it's, it's a good time. It really is. So comfortable is nice. Maybe better to get there early Saturday than late Sunday. <laughs> I'm going to guess it'll look a little bit more icy. But, I mean, like you said, it's ice. It'll, it'll be all right for a little while. <sighs> anyway, good morning. Thursday. Yeah. We've steamrolled mm-hmm. through this week. Just about um, we there. We had a lot of things to talk about. Um, certainly uh, one of the more concerning stories, and still a lot more to find out about, was what happened at Scranton, uh, outside of Scranton High School yesterday. Uh, Scranton police have charged a 16-year-old who was detained outside Scranton High School carrying a fully loaded AR-15 style 22 caliber rifle. That's a concern. Somebody near the bus terminal, bus terminal had some kind of interaction with this person and then alerted authorities. And police say that when they questioned him, um, that he was, uh, first of all, not being forthcoming about, I guess, what he was doing there and why he was there. He changed his story several times. By the way, he is a 16-year-old from Wilkes-Barre in Scranton, near the school he was not on school property but he was nearby when he was stopped by police they said that he gave them a false name according to the scranton times tribune when questioned why he was near the school he gave conflicting answers and at one point police say it became apparent that he was carrying a weapon so that now scranton school district officials have asked for additional law enforcement presence at schools um, and in-person classes were then canceled uh, yesterday this all happened before noon yesterday a lot of people had been uh, doing a lot of chatter on 
social media because some people started getting calls and people saw the police presence there. Obviously, a very scary situation uh, for folks who live near there and their kids who go there. So, um, yeah, they're doing is, something with oh. the school today. I, I'm just trying to figure out what the verbiage is. I don't think it's closed. I don't know if it's a. Uh, here, I'll get back to you. Uh, police so, presence. Um, unless I heard something wrong, I thought they were closing schools again or having like a, a work from home or a virtual day. Or I'm going to find out. I'm so sorry. I should have brought it up. I thought it was going to be very clear. They did a flexible instruction day uh, on Thursday, as so they implemented that on oh, Thursday. Th- that's today. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm keep my days are so off. No, that's well, that, okay. why do I think it's Friday? No, it's so Friday. it's a flexible instruction day today. That's what it's called. I couldn't um, think of that term. I knew there was something going on there. My apologies for bringing it up before. It was right in front of me. But yes, uh, that's happening today. Yeah. So students will learn online today yeah. as they continue to look into this situation. Um, they said they would be providing more information as it becomes available and as long as it's deemed appropriate to share. But um, eagle-eyed somebody putting in a tip. Who knows? what this was all about but obviously in scranton especially after we had a police officer um, seriously wounded in a shooting and a concern about gang activity in the city um this is something that certainly makes people concerned now you've been here far longer than i have at least on a consistent basis and even even on an inconsistent (laughs) basis you mean since i was four or five yeah yeah i mean i was here but i left i've kind of been back and forth i don't ever remember hearing about gang talk a little i hear occasionally in wilkesbury and all wilkesbury's got this but you just hear it in passing this seems to be the first time i'm really hearing it no, there's been it, there's been issues with this for okay. years. Okay, yes, so I just been. haven't paid attention. I, I just haven't noticed it. Then I guess I'm not asking that like in a challenging way. I'm just it seems more prevalent now all of a sudden because of the police shooting in this. So yeah, a lot of concerns um, certainly about scary stuff. Scary stuff. Yeah, and, and you know they, there was a, a, a murder that happened outside of you know right across the street from the Scranton High School. I think that was yeah. about a year ago. So um, you know a, a lot of concern about things that are happening near that school, and there are concerns because there are gangs as well. It's going to be the so to have somebody issue going forward. Yeah, yeah. A sixteen-year-old from Wilkesbury near the high school with an AR-15 fully loaded is definitely um, something that needs to really be uh, looked into so police say they were doing that he has been charged and the fact that he did not have any uh like consistent story and gave a false name at first is what police say it's Um, it's, uh, beyond beyond sketchy considering the situation and sorry for sounding so naive with that i think sometimes i'll hear people say oh it's gangs sometimes people just say things and i I don't know i guess i haven't seen it in the headlines as much so um now it's in the spotlight everyone will notice it even a guy like me nancy just sad god it's so nuts all right in other news i mean we got a lot of things uh, that are going on um there's a, a story about the traffic and the congestion and this is a survey that has now been put out there but i saw people uh posting and commenting about this on some of the news articles uh basically the lackawanna luzerne metropolitan planning organization is asking uh, residents of both Luzerne and Lackawanna counties uh, to go online to their survey. It's called MetroQuestSurvey.com. And, you know, there's a 
slash R-Y-O-Q-O-X. It's kind of, if you yeah, want to make it, it you easy. Can text us. If you want, right, not not just, hey, go here and then type in this. <laughs> anyway, um, the Federal Highway Administration funds the highway construction and they do these surveys because they're trying to plan ahead what's coming. So they certainly expect a lot of people to complain about Interstate 81. That whole corridor there, Scranton to Wilkes-Barre, can be very, very congested. And look, they know about that. There's a plan in place. But they said there's probably um, some other areas that may not be on their radar because so many other things get so much attention. So they are asking people to uh, give them any input they have on, on really congested areas that might need a look when they start making plans you know, what to do about it. And like, for example, the Scranton Times Tribune talked to some folks, one who talked about a daily North Kaiser Avenue uh, commute um, from his Ransom Township home. He talks about how that area near the Morgan Highway and McDade Expressway gets backed up for, you know, a, a pretty far away, which I've been in there before during those very busy times. Yes, it gets extremely uh, congested. Others were talking about Davis Street, Scranton to Pittston and Bernie Avenues. That can get really congested right. as well. And of course, that Main Street, Dixon City, Commerce Boulevard whole area near the Viewmont Mall and the shops in Dixon City is always. That's a, you know, it's a hard decision when you get to that point, Nancy. If you're going, you're driving uh, north, uh, you know, you get to that, that spot. Do you want to go into Dixon City or do you want to go to Shifts or Wendy's or the mall? There's a lot of choices there. Oh, yeah. Or do I want to go to the front of the mall and then come down? Yeah, I've I done mean, that before because I'd rather do a bunch of right turns yeah. than a bunch it, of left turns. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it's really cool to see them reaching out, going, "Hey, uh, maybe we're missing something. Let us know." I remember years ago, and this was a little inside radio, but there was a consultant, and he was talking about traffic reporting, and he said that he talked to different people who commuted in busy cities, and one thing that bothered them was that there were no solutions to problems every day. And he said, there's no such thing as regular delays. You hear that a lot in reports. Oh, regular delays. He's like, no, unless there's an accident or there's a reason for it, that's just bad road design, <laughs> you know? And, and they really, it's hard for them to fix it. There's something wrong that's causing that and people should look into it. I'm, I'm going beyond what he said, but really this is what you're talking about. This like, oh, I go a different way because every day we know it's going to be slow. Right. Um, and, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for people's input and uh, that way they can, you know, make plans to make changes. Another place they talk about Blakely and Drinker Streets, Dunmore. That's always uh, backed up. Uh, State Street ask, near Grove. Yeah. What? I was say we should ask you guys to. T- I'm just curious to see if as you're listening, texting, what is that like one or two spots that, you know, every day and you feel like you're the only one who deals with it because right. we all have that <clears throat> excuse me we all have that one one or two spots where like you know it's gonna suck right here and it's usually right. because there's a light somewhere in and around where you're getting <laughs> it always is something weird like that like a bad Either that light. or there's not a light right there's that backed yeah. up because you can't get out because you have to wait that, um, that some too, other yeah. places they mentioned clark summit the state street area near grove street that's always backed up especially around the time kids are going to school or out of school because that's a, a popular route there. Uh, Fairview Road, North Abington Road, Clark's Green. If you're looking at Luzerne County, uh, the Scranton Times Tribune talks yeah. about uh, other people complaining about the Cross Valley intersection near the mall, the Wyoming Valley Mall. Also, Church Street, which is Route 309 Hazleton and 309 in the Back Mountain at Carverton Road in Trucksville. And people also mention uh, South Main Street Plains. Uh, you know, just uh, these are areas that now, look, we, we get it. Sometimes it's just, you know, what if it's 
an inconvenience or it's a real congestion right. problem. You know, <laughs> there's two different things. Not like, oh, I hate waiting, you know, 30 seconds to a minute for this. But we're talking about places where you just have to sit and wait and bumper to bumper. Every day because yeah, it's too small. <laughs> or people- I'm very, very lucky because the route that I take, even though I'm quite a distance in Susquehanna County, I often say, the funny thing is, the only stop that I have to make is the stop at the end of my dirt road because literally I'm a quarter of a mile from Interstate 81. I drive it all the way straight to Pittston. You know, when we get off that exit, mm-hmm. there's just a merge, a yield. And giant giant pothole, by the way, Penda. Giant pothole and, right there. Sorry. Oh, is there? It's back. For the, it's just uh, when I've driven 81 yeah. during those busy morning and afternoon commutes because of our hours, we don't have to. Wow. I can't even imagine having to do that every day. Well, get ready. That I mean, bumper it's bumper to bumper. They're saying get they're ready. Gonna, what is my shift what, changing? No, no. Twenty twenty eight. They're going to start that expansion, and it's going to be up near right. you know the Scranton area. So when you start thinking about that, is going to be. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I don't want to live here anymore. I'm going to go. Um, why? It, it's going to be better. I don't know why you're complaining. That's like a widening is going to make things better for those. Well, folks, so that's not. using the. I mean, the pot. You're you're jumping ahead. It's going to take about five years to do. That's the part I'm really concerned about. In the end, I think it'll be wonderful. It's just that, like, five years. So you guys can tell us which area do you drive that is very congested that you'd like to let them know. It's great to tell us, too, but if you do the survey, that's the way you get it right in front of them. Ford now recalling about 1.89 million Explorer SUVs. That's quite a few cars, isn't it? That's a few, Um, yeah. It's an it's an issue. The trim could detach and cause a safety hazard to other vehicles. Uh, they say if this thing were to fly off, it could increase the chance of a crash. Uh, Ford said in documents it's aware of 568 consumer complaints, more than 14,000 warranty reports that allege the parts were detached or missing. Now, they say they're not aware of any crashes or injuries related to the issue. So the recall is for all Ford Explorers from the year 2011 through the year 2019. Now, they only expect about 5% of those vehicles to be affected by the problem. You know, there's all different styles, I guess, uh, depending on what type of vehicle you have. Uh, Dealers will inspect and replace the A-pillar trim as necessary, free of charge. You're going to be notified about the recall starting in middle of March, like March 13th. Uh, You can also call the uh, Ford customer service number if you want and uh, ask yeah. them about it to see if you're affected. But, yeah, I don't think uh, um, you mentioned there's no there's no reports of accidents, but what about the people people behind them when the trim goes flying off? Your, no one likes to see anything fly off a car in front of them. Um, yeah, like they may not have been told. Someone else yeah. may have had that experience, and sure, now that yeah. this recall is out there, someone might go, wait a minute, that's what happened to me. Uh, anyway, you'll be hearing about it. You know, they send you a million warranty cards and all that stuff. Meanwhile, speaking of recalls, uh, there is a nationwide recall of Robitussin cough syrup. It's the ones that are have honey in them. Yep. Uh, they, they say it's not really uh, likely that it would cause problems for people who are not immunocompromised, but it could cause some real problems for those who are. So it's uh, eight lots of Robitussin honey CF Max Day adult and Robitussin Honey CF Max Nighttime Adult Cough Syrups. 
uh, the tainted product unlikely to cause, again, any issues, but it has to do with a microbial contamination that could be dangerous for those who are medically at risk or immunocompromised. So there's a whole bunch of different ones. Basically, um, it's all about having the honey in it. That's the problem. There are lot numbers. There are expiration dates and different sizes, four ounces and eight ounces. It looks really delicious. I tried it. It's not all that delicious. It's as, you know what I mean? It's like, I was thinking, we have a couple of those at home, but I think my kids are safe because I think they won't take it. So I'm just, I'm doing a little personal personal inventory right here. Yeah, they don't want it. Like, it looks, honey is delicious, but in honey and syrup form, it's uh, something new. I think the past couple of years they put out. But anyway, check your cabinets. Mine should be fine. Check them because if you have that, that is something you definitely want to. Uh, I, I guess there's a one eight hundred number. You can also just take it back wherever you got it because there's a problem with it, and that's something that needs to be addressed. Five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine eight. Meanwhile, if you can text us any traffic congestion areas that you think need to be improved or you know completely overhauled, uh, there's a, a group that is looking for your input they do actually have a survey online that you can fill out but we've been talking about some of the most congested areas they know about 81 but other people were bringing up other ones and it's for lackawanna and luzerne counties call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Guess what? A familiar face and voice is back. I know this music. Thank you very much. Oh, it's kind of you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Daily Show. I'm John Stewart. That's uh, John Stewart. Yeah. John Stewart is back at the Daily Show. Thank you. When I heard this news yesterday, I saw John Stewart returning to the Daily Show. I was like, wow, they somehow got John Stewart back because they had been trying to find a new host after Trevor Noah left. And then I was like, this is cool. Good good for him. I know some people don't like him. I think he's a talented guy. And uh, I don't know. I I think a lot of people like him. Even if they oh. might not agree with all of his politics, he's just a great human being. He's he a really smart is. guy. Um, as a funny opposed, guy. Yeah. He. Um, yeah. Anyway, but I saw that. And I was like, that's cool. Awesome. I can't believe they got him to do it. And then I'm like, oh, he's, what is he just doing Mondays? Correct. He's going to do Mondays. Isn't that similar to what Rachel Maddow does? But John hmm, yeah. Stewart will be back on Mondays after a year-long search for Trevor Noah's uh, replacement. The longtime host and the predecessor has agreed to return Monday nights through the 2024 election. So this is pretty cool. It's for Paramount, right, this deal, set to begin on February the 12th. So yeah. he'll be there on Mondays. The remainder of the week 
it's going to rely on a team of correspondents, and they have a whole bunch of them. Yeah, that's what they've been uh, some doing. Some of them, kind of, yeah. yeah, some of them who spent many, many years at the show, and uh, it's uh, it, he's also, I guess, uh, going to be heavily. Uh, involved as an executive producer on the other nights, so he may not be the one who is right. on the show, but he will be working behind the scenes. Um, that's he. He had left, I guess, his Apple TV Plus show because he had differences uh, with the uh, Apple folks over topics and guests and things like that. So um, he's really a, a voice of an entire generation. He truly is. And uh, many people thought he was um, someone who had, you know, at the helm had really, really been, like you said, smart, funny, and like he just cuts through all the BS out there. Yeah, he could have easily taken about issues. He, I mean, he was on the path of like, what Adam Sandler does. He could have followed that because he was doing a lot of like silly MTV stuff or like a Kevin James. They were in that same kind of area and he just stayed out of that and kind of evolved as a, a you know a, an entertainer and a commentator over the years. I guess he just didn't want to dumb himself down. And uh, it's been interesting to see. I, I wonder how much of an impact he can make one night a week. Because if you remember when you know George Bush was in his was his second term, I guess that's really when John Stewart got really right. got rolling. I mean, he had people watching on a regular basis. It became part of their da- their daily routine. He had reinvented that show from what, right. from its original incarnation. But being gone as long as he has, I think it's really cool. I just wonder how much of an impact he can actually make this time around. Oh, um, I think it'll be huge. It can be. It'll be huge. It'll be huge. He is, like, it, I think for many people, yeah. it is going to be must-see uh, TV. People will be that, very yeah. much interested in what he has to say. Um, he had been extremely exhausted when he had done it. In the past, because look, they (laughs) had to be on top of everything and so much stuff was coming. Right. And I can only imagine that now, as busy as it was, as you mentioned, during the George Bush term. Right. um, As busy as there was information and stuff coming for people to talk about. There is like probably tenfold that now. So he will be there. They say that uh, the fact that he would only have to host one show a week. Obviously, that would be something that was appealing to him because the whole reason he left in the first place was the exhaustion of a five-day-a-week show. Uh, But they do say he'll also be uh, pretty much involved in shaping any new talent for the show. And he is largely responsible for launching the careers of Stephen Colbert, uh, John Oliver, Michael Che, uh, Samantha Bee. And yeah. Noah, among others. So. I wonder how many of them will, will kind of follow, you know, some of them who aren't working right now, or even if they are working, I could see him getting a guy like Colbert to come back for a spot here, spot there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, too. It, it, I think it kind of makes sense. He left The Daily Show when, what was that, 10 years ago, maybe now? Was it that long Gosh, ago? Gosh, I, I don't maybe even more. remember. Either way, his, his kids. More than that, probably. He has two kids. They're now 17 and 18, so they're going off, you know, going off to college. Uh, so he's got that, probably has an empty nest thing going on he's got a little more free time i think at the time he wanted to be with his kids you know you'd see him pop up he was always with his family so uh, it's a little bit he left in 2015 is what they're talking about here so he dabbled as a activist and filmmaker since an exit back in 2015 um he said the truth is i left the daily show for a reason it didn't feel like i was singing as joyful a song as i wanted to be singing my life was still really good i had wonderful moments i didn't feel it was a burden this is what he said back in 2021 i just didn't know what else to do with this gift 
and being allowed on TV is a gift. Um, but anyway, that was when he was talking back in 2021. So it seems like um, this will be, again, um, big news and must-see TV for a huge amount of folks. I mean, and, it's, putting, uh, it's putting a spotlight on uh, the fact they still don't have a host. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, they were like about to give the the job to a comedian named Hassan Minaj. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's had a couple different Netflix shows and comedy specials, and uh, a controversy came out because he told some stories, and then it kind of came out that he created these stories for an effect and it was this big debate about can comedians make stories up it's like well of course they can but when they're really so they kind of had to start from you know square one and here they are bringing john stewart back which is a good move good move so right right and look there's going to be a ton of material to be talking about from who which side i can't oh all of them Uh, we'll see but it's um i think really good news for uh, many people who have missed him and missed hearing his voice as well I don't know why I, I find the need to always have conversations with the songs, Nancy, but I do. And uh, I enjoy it sometimes. It's good therapy for me. It's morning okay. news. What's up? Yeah. It is foggy. It, <laughs> yeah, is it is a little rainy in spots. 46 is the high today. Cloudy and mild, though. It's going to be a nice day. Um, but we've got heavy rain coming, I guess, tonight. Ending, though, tomorrow morning. Um, the weekend, though, with Friday near 50, it looks like Saturday up near 50 as well. It's just on Sunday we might see some kind of a wintry mix. And for those in the higher elevations, some snow. So we got to talk to Seneca about that in a little bit. And we were mentioning the fact that the Clark Summit Ice Festival is going on. Uh, this coming weekend so it's always nice when you're at an ice festival and it's really cold so the ice stays icy but it's miserable walking around so it should be comfortable i'm always amazed Uh, when you see an ice sculpture in like a room temperature like a wedding because it's always like you'd think it would melt faster than it does i'm always like fascinated by that like ice is pretty eh, i mean well it looks nice for saturday Um, the good news is uh, hey it would be i think even worse if it was raining and it looks like saturday nice day cloudy remaining mild i mean it may not be brilliant sunshine but at least it's going to be dry and that'll be good all right let's talk a little bit about the aftermath of what happened in new hampshire for the primary on donald trump obviously uh the victor there uh the rival nikki haley has not said she is dropping out of the race he would like her to do so. It seems he is particularly unhappy that she won't. Um, he had somewhat, uh, I believe, you know, a nasty kind of rant publicly right, right after, right? When he, uh, he was insulting, I thought, and um, pretty rude. I mean, that's pretty par for the course. But on, on Wednesday, the former president warned anyone who donates to Nikki Haley from this moment forth. Yeah will be barred from the MAGA camp for life. I don't know. Is it MAGA or MAGA? I hear it both ways. Yes. Anyway, uh, I, I say this MAGA. Was a, it was a truth social post where he called her Nikki Bird Brain Haley. Again, I don't think this is helpful for him as all, at all. Um, he called her bad for the Republican Party and the country. Uh, basically said her false statements, derogatory comments, humiliating public losses, demeaning to true American patriots. That's so all in capitals, too. I mean, the capitalized true American patriots. Right. Um, and she, he says her anger should be aimed at her third-rate political consultants and, more importantly, crooked Joe Biden. And those who are destroying our country. Um, but anyway, he did issue the warning stating anyone who helps Haley from yeah. for this point anywhere forward will be permanently barred from his circle. 
He said, when I ran for office, I noticed that the losing candidates donors would immediately come to me and want to help out. Uh, that is standard in politics. No longer with me. Anyone who makes a contribution to bird brain from this moment forth will be permanently barred from the mega camp. Um, which is, I, I believe that is, this is me speaking now. He's, we're done with his statement. I believe he's full of you know what. He will be happy to take their money as long as they come to him eventually. But he's going to continue this name calling bullying. I mean, I know he does it all it, the time, does, but yeah. I mean, it's like piling on now and beating a dead horse. This is just ridiculous and juvenile. And I think he continues to do it and it turns more and more people off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anyone who's like, I love this. I, I describe it. What, you watch tennis. Is it an unforced error when you make your own mistakes and they were unnecessary? Isn't that what that is? Um, he doesn't need to do this. He could be like, hey, Nikki, keep at it. You know, the results, I believe the results are going to be the same. And I think everyone here would agree. That's not saying anything. He's not attacking her dress. Uh, some guy called her bird brain in the crowd. Now he's calling her bird brain. It's unnecessary. And it's the stuff that I've always said, like, as a parent, I don't want my daughter seeing uh, this guy. He could be the president. He calls women bird brains. Now, come on. They don't vote on how he talks about people. I'm just saying as a parent. His policies. This is what's ridiculous. I understand that. People who say that. People who say that. um, Look, you may not care at all, but there are a good amount of people in the middle. Independents who maybe voted for him because they didn't like the alternative. And now when they watch this stuff, say, I can't do it. This is just ridiculous. Here's a a little number for you from the vote the other day. Trump lost independent voters in New Hampshire by uh, by 22 points, okay? Back in 2016, he won New Hampshire independence by 16 points. So to go from 22 points down losing them, from where he was up by 18 points. He has massively turned off people that are considered independents. And folks, anytime you look at this, I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican, the independents are the ones that are going to make the difference in the upcoming election. And over and over and over again, it's gonna happen. And he's already won the faithful who say, I don't care what a jerk he is. I don't care how mean and abusive and over the top and threatening and vile he is. I'm good with it. That's not the people who are independents who are watching this thing. So it's not even that they may say, oh, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. They may just say, I don't want to vote at all. And it's just not going to be helpful to him. So, you know, keep doing it, Donald. Keep doing it. He's just digging his own political grave. He really is. I don't necessarily disagree. Again, uh, you know, I've always said to people, you know, hey, like, I'm not going to I never say, hey, I'm the smartest person or I know what's right. Um, I'm usually willing to give politicians I disagree with, uh, you know, a little bit of leeway on policies I may not think are right. Uh, but it's it's the behavior that really bothers me because it's like I have enough trouble as uh, a parent raising my kids to be, you know, do the right thing. You want to do the right thing and say the right things. I don't need other people around who are just louder and, you know, more obnoxious publicly. I just feel like it's le- going to lead to bad things down the road. But that's just a sidebar. I know people don't want to hear that. <laughs> Um, um, they they don't. Some people do. Some people say you need to talk about it. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. Don't complain about yeah. young people today. Right. And how rude they are or how, uh, you know, obnoxious and they don't follow rules and they don't do this. Don't complain about any of that. And then say, I'm OK with this. 
this is beyond the pale. This is, yeah. you don't need, I, we can talk policy all day if you want to, but that stuff, you want that for four years of just nasty, crude, rude, vile behavior over and over and over again. Uh, that's just, it, it's its mind-bending. But, all right, we got other things we will talk about, though. Oh, I mentioned yesterday when we were talking, I think it was later in the show, um, you know, people don't want to hear sometimes, you know, if they're Trump fans, what I have to say. They know I'm not. Um, but Wait, I was talking not? about the facts that hmm. Fox News, even the Fox News analysts looking at the exit polling yeah. and the other numbers, were talking about the fact that he's got real problems coming up in November. And one of them was Kaylee McEnany, right? She was yeah. the former press secretary for him. He also unleashed on her. Because of what she had to say and what I was telling you she was talking about yesterday. Um, yesterday, uh, CNN uh, contributor, she's also a New York Times reporter, you know, Maggie Haberman. Um, she said when Donald Trump referred to his former press secretary as a Republican in name only, he was sending a message. And that message is to anyone who dares say anything against him, right? Pretty much you're going to be banished from the circle and banished from, you know, any of his, uh, his friendships or whatever it may be. Um, she had talked about the fact this was what Kaylee McEnany said, when you look under the hood of our Fox News voter analysis data, you find that 32 percent of Republicans say we won't vote for Trump. Nikki Haley won independence, according to Fox News voter analysts, uh, 59 to 33. She said, I would suggest adopting a general election tone is what you do at this point. He did not like this right now. She's making literally a factual statement. I mean, I don't even think there's anything rude to him. Right. Just right hey, this is what we're seeing. This is what you should do. And he goes on to say, I don't need any advice from Rhino Kaylee McEnany. Uh, just had a giant victory over a badly failing candidate, Bird Brain. And she's telling me what I can do better. Save your advice for Nikki. So um, again, it's just even anybody who dares. It's like whack-a-mole, right? As soon as they pop their head up and say something against him, it's like, boom. He can't just let little things go. Remember, he doesn't get mad, he gets even, but I think he gets mad and he gets even. I mean, it's pretty obvious he's mad right now. Just a quick mention in sports, Jim Harbaugh leaving his position as head coach of the national champion Michigan Wolverines. He's going to be joining the NFL's Los Angeles Chargers. He was up for, I think, also that Atlanta coaching job, right? But um, yeah, he's yeah. going to the Chargers. That's pretty exciting stuff for him. Yeah, we have. Uh, do you want to hear? Do we have time? We can listen to sure. Adam Schefter, uh, who, who broke the news. Here he's explaining about, I guess, there are other teams in the mix, why he actually chose the Chargers uh, right here. Well, I think that Atlanta would have been awfully attractive, and I think it was more appealing to him than people realize. But ultimately, in the end, Scott, with the Chargers, I think you start with the fact that he got along with the Spanos family. He's been around that team. That was the last team in the NFL that he played quarterback for. He knows the family. Yeah, and also, look, he's he's a, a, a openly a, a Christian conservative man. Los Angeles, perfect fit. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty cool, uh, you know, for him. Uh, but I'm sure for yeah, the, the players, right? Because right. of all the recruiting and all that. I mean, they've got great players, uh, so well, they'll have a good team. But it's like uh, that's got to be rough for the people that love him. There. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 